Hello, my name is Sandy Adamitis, the social media director for the Page International Screenwriting Awards, and your host for the Writer's Hangout, a podcast that celebrates the many stages of writing, from inspiration to the first draft, revising, getting a project made, and everything in between. We'll talk to the best and the brightest in the entertainment industry and create a space where you can hang out, learn from the pros, and have fun. Hey, writers, it's Sandy. I was going to tell you the remarkable story of the unjustly overlooked screenwriter, Salka Vertel, whose salons in 1930s and 1940s Hollywood created a refugee for a multitude of famous figures who had escaped from the horrors of World War II. I am obsessed with the screenwriter. I loved every minute I was doing the research. And I think that her story is really important. And I'm really looking forward to telling you about it. But, you know, I had this interesting week. I got a call from a showrunner that I used to work for, even though he hadn't worked on a show in a while. He got a call and uh, took a job and was basically asking me if I would help him out setting up the writer's room, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. I'm not using names for privacy reasons because I will be talking about COVID and all that for right now. I'm sure later on I can tell you what I'm working on. But again, right now I'm not going to talk about the, I'm not going to say the name of the show or the name of the showrunner. So anyways, I agreed. I was actually kind of looking forward to this. I've always liked working for this showrunner and it just had been a while and I thought it would just kind of be fun to be back in the mix. I don't always want to be back in that mix, but you know, I just thought it would be fun to do. So anyways, this showrunner has not run a show prior to COVID. So he wanted the room. He wanted an in-person room. And the network was, even though they hadn't yet done it before, and more most shows are still virtual rooms, wanted to give the showrunner what they wanted. And just, so we moved forward to try to get a room, to try to have an in-person writing room. I shouldn't assume that everyone knows, but since for about a year and a half, almost two years now, rooms are now held in virtual rooms. Everybody hops on Zoom and there's programs now, like we're going to use Movie Room, Movie Room, Writer's Room Pro, Writer's Room Pro, I think it's called, and it is a virtual whiteboard. And I, you know, I, I guess it's up to the showrunner who you know, controls the whiteboard, but everybody's on a computer in their own space and they can see each other and they can also see the whiteboard. My showrunner did not want to do that. He really wanted the old fashioned writer's room if possible. And so again, the network said, yeah, go ahead. But try as we might, finding a conference room in Los Angeles with windows that open was impossible. 
it, it, couldn't find anything. Now, of course, if you want to spend 20 to 30 grand a month, you can find anything. You can find, I'm sure, a conference room with a koi pond in the middle and walls of fire if we wanted. But we just wanted a workable conference room. And I'm not saying that a writer's room, the writer's room cost in a budget isn't cheap. So we weren't looking, you know, at really crummy places or anything like that. We were looking at nice places. But again, there's rooms. Yes, you're on a lot and you can just pop down to set or you can go to Gilmore Girls Stars Hollow and have lunch. But the majority of your time is in a conference room. So studio lot or office, I always will go for the studio lot, but office building, it's just a room. Now the networks have stepped up and they were prepared to calibrate the room. If we decided to just go into an old fashioned conference room, with just normal ventilation, they were going to send someone in and depending on the number of people and calibrating and all that kind of stuff, they'll bring in ventilation, portable ventilations. I hope that were quiet, but I'm sure they were. And again, the studio was right there making sure no matter what the showrunner's decision was, that it was backed up to keep people healthy. I was very impressed by that. One afternoon, the showrunner and I were checking out office space and shout out to Tribeca West. I think it was the name of it. Great place. Windows opened. We loved it. It was pod-like area. And, you know, just really nice offices around center room, kind of the bullpen. And the conference room was really large and airy. And the windows opened and the windows opened in the reception area. And there was outdoor seating. And my favorite was that they would paint the walls and it would be whiteboard walls on my last job we were still using whiteboards on every available space within the writer's room that you can write on. And with this whiteboard paint, you can just utilize so much more space. Anyways, I was very impressed by the whiteboard paint and I might, I might just bring it into my home. Anyways, this space was just a dream and the showrunner and I at all times were masked. We were bopping around town in his old truck because he drives an old truck and we went to lunch and, you know, we just hadn't seen each other in so long and it was nice to catch up. And it was such a relief to find the perfect conference room that the writers can all start on Monday. We were just really happy. And, you know, of course we took our masks off to eat. Cut to next morning, I wake up, I'm just not feeling very well. Showrunner gives me a call, he's tested positive. I take a test, an antigen test, I test positive. <sighs> I don't know, I haven't had COVID before and I think there was some part of me that liked belonging to the non-COVID club. No judgment upon anyone who has gotten COVID. 
I know I'm a big masker. And even when I just recently traveled, I made sure I masked, done all the boosting things. And I respect everybody's choices of what they want to do. And I must say, California was much, LA is much more masked than any place I went in the East Coast. I don't know. That was just my experience. But getting that diagnosed just it was weird. It was just weird. Just sharing that with you. There's fury calls, fury of calls. You know, the showrunner having COVID is not going to be, you know, the best way to start a show. Anyways, long story short, I have had two PCR tests that are negative. I have no symptoms. I do not have COVID. I just had a scare. And I just am looking at things differently because, of course, when you experience something, you start thinking about it. And I reached out on Twitter and just mentioned that I had a COVID scare this week. And I wanted you to know how you guys were feeling. So here is Jeffrey Schultz said that not to be taken lightly for sure. Glad all is well. I mostly write in public spaces. Home is too busy. Well, home too busy. So it's a new low grade constant stress. Jeffrey, for me, hit it right in the nail on the head. I quickly was, I was treated by the network like a little princess. I had access to, you know, someone coming to me right away to do a test. And I really appreciate that. And within hours, I got my first negative test. And, but that, but that stress, I was surprised. I was surprised. I was surprised by that I had stress. Was it crazy stress? No. Did I just continue working through it? Life went on, but it's stressful. And then I thought that between the first PCR and the second PCR test, that was going to be a piece of cake. Sure. I lived a wonderful life between it. There was some stress in there. And again, I just wanted to reach out and talk to you guys about how it's been for you. Katie Haskins said on Twitter, as much as I know COVID's still an issue, I know I can't keep hiding in my apartment all the time. I went to New Orleans a few weeks ago. Friday, I had a wedding. Still hermitish as per my nature, but trying to have a life. Exactly. What are you guys doing? Are you going out a little bit more? Are you masking when you go out? Do you just just don't want to deal with it existing anymore? Let's see. What else do we have? Lisa Lutz tweeted, I managed to avoid it for over two years as a teacher with kids in school. Ah, Lisa. Bravo. Then we got it on a transatlantic cruise in May. We were lucky to get very mild cases, but we were also boosted. Yep, there you go. Doing everything you're supposed to do. Well, mm, cruising? Oh, well. You got to live your life, right? Doing everything you're supposed to do. 
There you go. Mildred Lewis said, sending hugs. We're all out here dodging bullets. Glad you're well. Mildred, thank you. And right back at you. Rich Orstad was saying, glad you didn't get it. Rachel was saying, my kids and I had it in February 2020 when it was some virus going around. And then again in February 2022, when my unvaxxed little brought it home from school. I don't wish it on anyone. I'm three times vaxxed and we masked everywhere, but it's tough times in the world, in the COVID world. Yes, I agree. I'm talking about being vaxxed hair and masks. Do not want anyone to be offended and upset. I just want to reach out to us all as human beings, as human beings and as writers. How are you dealing with COVID? Have you had scares? Does it change the way you write? Do you write about maybe sicknesses quicker? Is that something that comes to mind as a plot point for you now, having plagues or pandemics? Or does it make you a more sympathetic writer? Are you tougher? Do you don't care? I was just kind of wondering how you were all feeling. You can reach out on Twitter. Our Twitter is the Page Awards Twitter. Someday we'll get our own Twitter, but we have such an amazing community out there on Page Awards. You can reach out to us on our Instagram page, our IG page, which is the Writers Hangout podcast. There is also a Gmail if you would like to email us at the writers hangout podcast at gmail.com. Again, writers, how are you doing out there? How are you doing with the stress of COVID, with learning to write in the age of COVID? And also let me know if you want to hear more about what it's like in the writer's room or setting up a writer's room or what to expect in a writer's room, especially now that things are virtual. One last thing before I go, congratulations to producer Terry Sampson's daughter, Madeline, and her new husband, Ryan, on getting married over the weekend. Congratulations, guys. The writers hang out, and I personally wish you nothing but happiness. Mwah. That's a wrap for the writers hang out. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, like, and thrive. Till we get to hang out again, keep writing. The world needs your stories. The Writer's Hangout is sponsored by the Page International Screenwriting Awards. Executive producer, Kristen O'Verne. Producers, Terry Sampson and Sandy Adamitis. Music by Ethan Stoller.